this podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. Hello, ladies, gentlemen, and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum, and welcome back to Stardom Quest, the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world. I'm, as always, Alex, and I'm joined by Dylan. Hi, Dylan. Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm living, you know. I ate sushi. Uh, I've been playing Doki Doki Literature Club. Uh, big shout, Sebastian, you're a bitch, because uh, I know you listen to that. And yeah. Um, Let's get into it, boy. Okay. So um, to kick off, uh, the All-Star Dream Cinderella tickets went on sale um, late last night for us. Um, so far, all of the women's only seating is sold out, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, that's both for fan club members and the general public. And the last I checked, there was only two of the 100,000 yen VIP tickets left. So... The expensive tickets have gone and the women only seats have gone. So that's pretty good. And they're not like officially sold out yet. I think it's like, oh, you know, per like PA cancellations or something. So, like, if people cancel their order, these tickets go back on sale, but they're all booked to be bought anyway. So that's a good sign. Anyway, um, the fact that they've sold all of the tickets that are valued at like a thousand dollars is pretty cool. And it, it like, you know, imagine that they've already made most of their money back just from those. Um, but yeah, that's that's a really cool start for them. Just a day in. Yeah, you, I don't know if they made their money back. I know Budokan is is a hefty yeah. price. You know, um, it's well one of those big arenas that's like kind of crazy. Uh, oh wow, cool. Um, I'm I'm finishing the Unagi Kid match right now. Uh, All right, I, okay. I just I just saw the 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 finish, and that that's a pretty cool. We'll talk about it later. Um, but yeah, it's it's good to hear that they sold the stuff out. I know there was some speculation that it's simply like, oh, the sponsors bought them out and they're gonna, you know, sell them like in their own way or whatever, uh, and whatnot, like you know, shit like that. You know, bunch of uh, business talk, business, business, business numbers, numbers, numbers. But uh, regardless, it is definitely a good sign. I don't know what capacity they're planning on selling tickets at. Um. Because obviously by then, I know that they're planning on opening up a bit more than is currently permitted right now. So I don't know like how many tickets they're planning on selling. But, uh, you know, that's always a good sign to to see them, you know, do at least decently thus far, especially with the very, very um, high priced tickets. Plus, um, they're doing very well with women seating, which is always what you want in Joshi Wrestling is you want more women to, you know, become fans because, you know... Uh, you're always trying to encapsulate that that old '80s uh, Joshi arena where it's a bunch of you know women and and children just screaming their hearts out, and uh, they're really like they're the forgotten fan base in professional wrestling, and you always want more of that. So yeah, uh, cool cool shit to hear. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a good start. Uh, we'll kind of try and keep an eye on things as they go on, but obviously, like, it's hard to to know how many tickets are sold. Um, I think, you know, as you said, I like. I don't know how much they're setting up to sell, but I don't think they'll ever sell it out. If you get me, like, even if they're planning for like five thousand capacity, I doubt they'll get that. So, I don't think the the restrictions worry me too much. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, uh, the next piece of news then is that um, as we kind of mentioned, that might happen. Uh, Stardom invaded Seedling. So on the uh, January twenty second show at the very beginning. Uh, Mayu Itani, Momotanabe, and Saeeda showed up, and basically they all but confirmed that Mayu and Yoshiko will be at the Budokan, and Momo and Nanai will also wrestle at the Budokan. Um, so those are two matches that were made for Stardom, and there was a match made for the next Seedling show, which is on February the 10th, which is Momo and Ida against Nanai and Arisa Nakajima, which is really cool. Yeah, um, it's really dope. Um, one thing that, that I was reminded of because of this Momo and Ida tag team, is that this has definitely been in the works for a while, and this was definitely a J.K. Green uh, tag team match. Yes. Or at least, yeah, yes. you know, like, that that was definitely the plan. Um, and, you know, Jungle, I don't think we mentioned it last week, but Jungle did get an examination to see if she could start um, ring training again. Not like, you know, come back to the ring, but to start ring training mm-hmm. again. And it was denied... So she has to wait a bit longer, which is very, very upsetting. Um, and, you know, obviously it more or less means that she, there's zero chance that she gets to uh, even appear at the Budokan show um, or even for like a while after that from how it seems. Really a shame. Um, obviously, I'm always happy with Ida getting, uh, you know, getting the rub and getting a little bit of um, shine here. But it, it, do, it definitely does make me a little sad that it's like uh, J.K. Green probably if they were still like a consistent tag team would probably be like the best tag team in the world just because they are surprisingly good at working together still even after years of not tagging together like you saw in the in the Pokey Penta match the Kagetsu retirement mm-hmm. they are so amazing together even still um and it is a shame that that jungle is out for this big angle that she was probably going to be very very prominent in but uh yeah, I'm happy. It's a really dope uh dope occurrence to see them working directly with Seedling. Um it's kind of interesting. I, I, I keep rambling on. I, you know, it, <laughs> it's never gonna stop, guys. But it's quite interesting that our dream Budokan cards, uh mine was a seedling versus stardom show. And even though like there's no max voltage, you know, because max voltage is sort of, you know, uh and there's no um Natsuki Tayo, uh, it's still a seedling versus stardom show, which is pretty fucking dope. Uh, I'm I'm happy with that. So yeah, uh, pretty cool shit. Yeah. Um. So strange that the the Stardom and Ceiling thing has gone further than Marvelous and Stardom ever did. Like Marvelous just was like, yeah, here have our talent for shows, and just never got anything in return. Um. But that's the life of uh, building to Gaiaism, I suppose, because uh, Marvelous is busy now with the Hibiki angle and the the Sender Girls feud. So. I guess it makes sense, but yeah, it's it's interesting to see that they've like gone further with the partnership than they did with Marvelous, who we much more friendly with. But uh, you know, maybe they'll pick the Marvelous thing back up in future. Um, speaking of the Marvelous will, thing, really. actually, yeah, yeah. I just meant to mention that on uh, February 
on February 13th, uh, it's Takumi, or not Takumi, uh, Mayu Otani and Rin Katakura against Starlight, not Starlight, Jesus, uh, Tam Nakano and Unagi Sayaka. Uh, I assume this was meant to be Takumi and Mayu because they said after the last match that they'd like to team together. Obviously, Takumi is injured, so Rin kind of steps in. Um, and then on February the 14th, also a Korkin, um, it's Azumi and Mei Hoshizuki against Saida and Starlight Kid, which is a pretty fun match. So Marvelous is still present in Stardom. I assume they'll have some presence on All-Star Dream Cinderella, but I don't know how much further it's going to go between the two. Yeah, um, you know, when you when you look at like stuff like this, you definitely can see the damage that injuries have done, even more than just jungle, on a lot of the stories. Because, uh, and we'll get into it on the two shows that we watched, at least a little bit, because we didn't get to watch the the main of the night show. But um, Cosmic Angels feud with Stars has definitely taken a major hit without Mina there. Uh, obviously, without Jungle, the whole J.K. Green type reunion sort of not really, but you know the J.K. Green reunion took a hit. It's not happening. Uh, and of course, Mayu team with um, Takumi cannot happen because Takumi is injured. A uh, lot of lot of tough, you know, situations, but I think that they're making the most of it. Uh, yeah, you know, um, obviously, wish Takumi was here, but I think I think Rin will will kill it too, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I mean, Rin is Rin is awesome. As uh, people had an epiphany recently, where they were like, "Oh shit, Rin is good," and I was like, "Yes, <laughs> yes, she is." Um, so that's been fun to see, and I think she'll do good i think if her and tam especially can like be at their best they could have some really fun stuff because like rin is best when she's just like eating the head off people and uh, so is tam so that could be pretty fun if they if they lean into that um that's enough about shows in the future uh we have two shows to review and one show to preview so let's get into that um the shows that we're previewing were on it was a double header at the uh, eddie onosaka arena number two uh, the first show is up in its entirety, but to be quite honest, there's not a lot there to talk about. Like every match was like solid to good, except for one that we'll talk about. Um, Homie, so we'll just there. There is lore to talk about. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, the matches weren't amazing, but the lore in this show, so much lore, man. Multiple How? matches with lore. Oh god, deep lore. Oh. Okay, this is going to be fun. Um, yeah. So yeah, the first show uh, drew 229 people. Uh, in the opener, Natsuko Tora defeated Ruaka in seven minutes. Um, okay, we start with the lore here. Oh, dear okay. God. So, in the pre-match, uh, Ru- Ruaka hit the biggest IQ play in stardom. Because she said, I am going to harness the power of this pork dumpling to beat Natsuko. An approach that has been successfully used in the past by Azumi against Natsuko in the melon bread match, Kagetsu against against Natsuko in the cup noodle match, and Tam Nakano against Natsuko and Shiki Shibasawa in a three-way match back in 2018. This was the biggest IQ play. Biggest IQ by Ruka. It didn't work, um, unfortunately. She, she, she lost. Uh, but it was a really, really good match. Uh, I popped so hard when Ruka kicked out of the splash um that's fucking big you know like like that's a that's a pretty that's pretty dope like i don't know if you if you even watch this match but that was a like really like 
it was a big moment when she kicked out of the splash. That was pretty crazy. Is it though? Like, it's not Tora's finisher anymore. It's no, kind but, of been but she, she has always pinned Ruka with the splash. Always. Oh, I see. Okay. So it's like, it's like that's a pretty big moment. That's why the, the crowd pops is because Ruka always loses to the splash. Um, and then obviously, uh, just like a few seconds later, Natsuko uh, beat her with the F crash, which is now entitled the Ascension, which is a pretty cool name for a move. Um, this match was really, really good. Genuinely, I really like this, like, you know, non-existent feud, but like feud that they have. Uh, they work very, very well together. Uh, I do have to knock a couple points off because um, Oedo Tai was in the corner for this one. And um, Natsuko matches are, are the best, like singles matches are the best because I don't have to remember she's a part of Oedo Tai. It reminded me she is a part of Oedo Tai. So I got to knock a few, you know, I got to knock a few points off. So um, it's kind of kind of yikes in my book, but, you know, it's, it is what it is. Okay. All right. It's kind of weird, champ. <laughs> um, I have no more to say on that match. Uh, okay. You have to say it was good. <laughs> it was a good match. Like it, it was, was a, it was a, a solid, solid opener. It was a solid opener. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to go out of my way and say it was the best match ever, but, you know, it was a solid opener. Um, match after that, then, uh, Tam Nakano and Unagi Sayaka beat Saida and Starlight Kid. Uh, this went exactly how you'd expect it to. There was a, a big build-up to a hot tag. Starlight Kid was awesome on the hot tag, I will admit. Uh, she, yes. once again, killed it. Um, but, yeah, Tam and Unagi won in the end. Uh, very little to say about this match. Ida and Kid should have mm-hmm. won. Also, there's been this really weird side story that they they were go- playing into, and they sort of played into in this match, that the Cosmic Angels really like Ida. Like, like throughout this entire feud, they've been like, oh yeah, Ida's cool, I guess. Um, and it started with, with Tam being like, oh, I want Ida and the Cosmic Angels. Like, you should, you should come mm-hmm. over here. Um, and they never really stopped doing that. Uh, but I don't like it. It just doesn't like it, it. Nothing happened to do with it. Nothing has happened. Nothing probably will happen. But it's sort of just like one of those one of those things that's like, oh, I thought they would have played into this more um, than just like you know shaking Ida's hand and not shaking Kid's hand. You know, what I mean uh, that type of shit. But yeah, uh, not other than that, not really much to talk about about that match. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the the like most of the matches on this were just kind of the standard you know small show fair um and that this was one of them except for the the good hot tag sequence really um the next match then was uh sai kamatani and utami hayashishta they beat uh lady c and mayu utani uh the pre-match promo for this with uh lady c and mayu utani had such stars energy like if lady c doesn't go to stars after this it's criminal because she could not go two sentences without fucking up a word and that is stars energy that is what we need and love from our dorky queens um Utami is also so funny scared. she had her she had her the magazine she was on the cover of and she was just holding it and you could tell that she was cracking herself up inside but on the outside she was still like serious and i think Utami is so funny for that because like you can tell when she herself is cracking up on the inside but she stays level you know level faced but the eyes give it away where she's like, yeah, you know, I know you're laughing. It's it's so funny. She's so, like, subtly funny. Um, Uta- Utami's great. Utami's yes. great at, the, at those, like, subtle, like, character things. You wouldn't expect it, Um, you know, watching her for so long. From, like, the jump, she was, like, the, you know, shyest human being on Earth. Um, I always mentioned that one interview she did with Shoe Pro when she first 
debuted, she the only reason why she talked in public, why she started talking in public, she hated talking in public, was because the place she worked at made her be a hostess. Um, and people would yell at her for not talking loud enough. So that's the only reason why she doesn't like whisper, basically, <laughs> is because the is because she was made to be a hostess and the customers would be like, Can you speak up, please? Uh, and that's really funny to me. Uh, also, um, before I, I get into my tirade, uh, yeah, Lady C fumbled over words worse than we do. It was fucking hilarious. And in my <laughs> use, simply replied, you are very tall. <laughs> and that was the end. <laughs> like, that was it. And it was fucking hilarious. Oh, I love that. I love that. I love that. Um, you're right. Definite stars energy in that one. But as you said, um, Utami's great at, at everything. But I, I noticed something, and I tweeted about this, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, talk about it. I, I know you don't mind. Um, mm. so in Greek mythology, <laughs> narcissist is punished by the goddess Aphrodite for ignoring a lovely fairy-like creature named Echo, um, and is then cursed to love its own reflection or his own reflection till the day he dies, in which he becomes a flower. Right, Aphrodite turns him into a flower. Sort of funny. That um, this pre-tape consists of a team called Aphrodite, Utami ignoring her very fairy-like tag team partner to instead focus on herself being on the cover of the Shoe Pro magazine. Um, plus, Utami really likes flowers. So um, I understand that this is just me reading into it, because like after further examination, it's like this, like it's it's very like you know, the 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 threads that tie them together are very limited. But I just found that really funny because I was like. Utami's being really like narcissistic, like as a joke, but she's being very narcissistic here. And I was like, wait a second, their team name's Aphrodite. Wasn't wasn't there a like wasn't that a thing? And then I looked it up and I was like, holy shit, this is just them. Um so yeah. I, I found that really funny. Like it like obviously like it's not like a purposeful thing, but it's just like one of those things that's like there's a lot of threads that tie these two stories together here. Um I, I really like it. So yeah, um, uh, that's that's Greek mythology lesson for today. Um, there will be a pop quiz tomorrow. All right, sure. Well, why not? <laughs> um, the match was fine. It was solid again. Um, Mayu and Utami did some stuff, and uh, yeah. Lady C did some stuff, and then Sayakama Tiny pinned Lady C with the Star Crusher because apparently it only works on tall people. That's true. She does hit it a lot on tall people. Um, yeah. I, I haven't seen a lot of Lady C matches. I usually end up skipping them. Um, but she, and I, I watched the one with Ruka later in the night, she's been improving very, very well. Um, at least, like, after taking a break from watching her. Cause it's like, at first she was improving very, very slowly, and, like, you wouldn't even notice it. But I haven't watched a match of hers in a while. And I gotta say, she she really was solid in this match. Excuse me. Um, yeah. And I, yeah, I appreciate that. Um, she's you know, grown into a, a decent undercarder. Yeah, I can't wait for their for like when she stops having to sell so much because I think the visual of her is so weird when she sells, and also her move set is very power based. So like, when she's allowed to actually like you know control a match, I think that'd be really interesting to see how she does. Um, but for now, she's doing decent with what she's given. You know, it's it's hard for somebody as tall as her with her kind of move set to to sell and fight from underneath. Um, so she's doing the best she can there. But uh, definitely, I think the best is yet to come from Lady C. Um, but yeah, this match was okay. Uh, as you said, Kamatani pinned Lady C. Um, 
the next match on the show was the best oh, match. Wait, 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 wait. You did not have any comment on my Greek mythology. I just realized. No. <laughs> no. Can you at least can you at least admit that there were like a lot of like like coincidences? Yes. Yes, Isn't that are. kind of interesting? Yes. Like Aphrodite, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whatever, man. Oh. <laughs> man, I, I looked up so much to try to make that link because I was like, wait, I know the story. I like there's 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 a link there. And then I looked it up and I was like, I mean kinda. Um <laughs> Why do you put more effort into your tangents than you do most episodes? Like you do not do this much prep work for most Dude, episodes. <laughs> I did so much prep work on this episode. Like I, I watched every single match that was up. I'm glad. That's good. You're you're yeah. maturing. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Wait, <laughs> anyway. Yes, it's it's a painful slog from here, my friend. Um, it is indeed. Yes. The the match after uh, that one, uh, it was Azumi and Momo Watanabe. They beat Natsupoi and Suri. Uh, this was the best match on the show, easily, uh, as you'd imagine, given the four people involved. Um, you know, Azumi and Natsupoi did their high speed thing. Momo and Suri did their thing. Uh, they both hyped up future matches, which is always the aim. And then, yeah, Azumi and Momo got the win because, you know, Momo's keeps going strong. Yeah, this was a really, really good preview match. Um, it, it did sort of make me realize how different the preview tag matches and the actual tag matches are in Stardom, mm. um, where it's like actual tag matches. If this was like an actual tag match where it was like two tag teams, of, you know, like if Momoaz versus Shuri and Natsupoi was a tag team match between two tag teams, this would be like one of the best matches because I feel like it would have been a million times better. But this was still a really, really good match um, for a preview and it was just really just a solid match. Um, yeah, Natsumi and um, Azumi really, really killed it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm excited for that match, but Natsupoi simply couldn't handle the Azumi style. Um, you know, she's like fucking Jimmy Neutron up in here. Uh, she she <laughs> rolled her up and got the win over over Natsupoi. So, uh, yeah, Natsupoi versus Azumi is a very interesting like story that they're telling because it's like, okay, so Natsupoi still hasn't beat her. Um, Azumi's in fact beat her in every tag match. Well, not not beat her in every tag match, but it's like I feel like every fall between the two of them, Azumi has won. Uh, I might be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure. So it's it is a weird story. Like I don't know how they're going to like give Natsupoi an edge going into the match if if they're just not going to, and she just surprises the world. But uh, yeah, I mean, good stuff here. I'm excited for both matches. Can't really say much other than that. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, with that, we're on to the main event. Um, uh, the Dona Del Mondo team of Julia, Jumbo, and Micah beat the Oedo Tai team of B Priestley, Konami, and Saki Kashima. Um, there are two types of Oedo Tai trios match. There are ones where Tora and Konami are involved that are good, and then there are the ones where Priestley and Kashima are involved that are not good. And this was one of those not good ones because you cannot have Priestley and Saki Kashima in these matches to do heat because then there's nobody to add excitement. Uh, poor Konami tried, but it just did not work. You know, you texted me and you said, like, I don't know what you said, but it sounded like you were really high on this match. So I was like, okay, I'll go watch it. Um, So I watched it. I didn't 
No, no, I didn't like it. Uh, it's funny because once again, the best spot in this match was Natsuko doing it when she threw Ida in the ring for no fucking reason. Like Ida wasn't even the fucking match. She just threw her in the ring. Was like, yeah, fuck you, Ida, um, for a distraction, and that was fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, like you know, because I don't usually watch these matches. Like the the Oedo tie versus DDM matches without Natsuko in them, I don't watch. Um, mm-hmm. because kind of self-explanatory. Uh, you know, it's like I enjoy DDM. Uh, you know, Oedo tie is. I enjoy DDM, but it, it it's just not <laughs> worth it to me usually. So I watched it, and it was it, you know I I skip most of it. I'm gonna be quite honest. Like halfway through it, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm 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 done here. Uh, Jumbo is cool. Yeah, she she's she, she's chill. She did she did the she did the 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 end thing like, and I was like, hey, hey she she hit it like you know she she went crazy like that. it was great. Um, um yeah, Jumbo's cool. Um, she's big okay. and she is she's cute. Uh, I'm not saying that because I'm 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 weird. It's literally her catchphrase. It's her catchphrase. Up. I know. I know. Yeah. Um, like it's just this. Did you see that I got called out for being horny on Maine yesterday? Or two days yeah, ago. as you deserve. You you were there, you were definitely being like horny. 60, 65 people liked it. Like that's more <laughs> likes than I've gotten on like anything. Like how is that fair? <laughs> it's like three times our listener base. To be fair, dude. <laughs> like I was like, come on. Um, I mean, yeah, it was fair. Uh, even though that wasn't even like my horny spe- offense, but we can we can move on. But yeah, that was just that was a thing. Um, probably more interesting than this match is is that occurrence the other day. But yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, that's that show anyway. I didn't want to spend that long on it because uh, I really didn't think there was a lot happening. But here we are. Um, lore. Lore. Yeah. Sure. Um, <laughs> the next match or the next show then was later that day. Uh, still in the same arena. Uh, they did two hundred and forty-three fans. So somewhere along the way, they found twenty people to extra. <laughs> To show up to the show which is pretty cool um not all of this is up unfortunately uh the the top two matches aren't up so we have watched the most of the rest of the stuff but yeah we can't really comment on my versus tam or the main event because they aren't uploaded yet and the next show is on saturday and we want to have time so people can listen to the review to the preview of saturday's show so yeah we're we're working with what we get you know mm-hmm. anyway the opener to this show was uh, Ruaka defeating Lady C. Uh, you watched this, didn't you? I did. Ruaka came back with the power of shrimp to defeat Lady C with a young boy stretch, ladies and gentlemen, with the, with the Boston uh, Crab. It, it went crazy, bro. Ruaka is, like, unironically really good. Um, She's very consistent. It's sort of insane um, how consistently solid all of her opening matches are. Um. So yeah, uh, she came back, uh, you know, food has like fucking like, I don't know, like they use food sometimes and it's like five out of six of the times they've used it as like the power of food, uh, they win. So, um, if I become a wrestler, you know, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm about to be like, yeah, I'm using the power of, of, of food, uh, to, to, to take a dub, even though I'm pretty sure there's a guy on AEW who does that and he loses all the time. Uh, let's just move on. Yeah. No Real guy's really good. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea who that could be. <laughs> yeah, like this guy like eats like hot dogs and like that's his gimmick. Like I, I don't. It, I've, Are you I, sure? I, 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 he was on Dark maybe like twice. I don't know. Um, 
All right. I, okay. I think I follow him on Twitter. Yeah. I don't know. Let's just let's just move on. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah sure. Rilka <laughs> won with the power of shrimp. Uh, got the dub. Respect. Love to see it. Great stuff. Sounds good. Um, the next match then, uh, Jumbo beat Saeeda. Uh, I watched this. It was pretty good. Um, no match showcases how much Ida has come along in a few months than uh, when you compare this one to some of her GP matches because we were really high on her in the GP, but like this was so good. You know what I mean? Like if she had these types of matches in the GP the whole time, she'd have been talked about a lot more. Um, she's just come along so well. Like there were so many cool parts of this match. Like there was the bit where she she did a body slam on Himika, and it was so good because she like couldn't get her up fully. And she was like, I'm going to get you up. And she, she really gets you into it. You're like, yes, go on, get her up. Um, and yeah, then she did the body slam. But yeah, she lost in the end. But she looked really good, which is all that matters. We saw an early screening of Godzilla versus King Kong. Uh, it was pretty dope. <laughs> um, you know, that's that's a you know reference for the week. Uh, but yeah, I, I really fucking love this match. It was really, really good. Uh, by the end, Jumbo looked incredible. Ida looked incredible. Like they like Jumbo looked like a monster while Ida still looked really, really resilient. Like she wasn't just defeated, like and killed. Um, which but Jumbo still looked amazing. That's what you want out of a match is for everybody to go home looking at least pretty solid, even though Ida obviously lost. Um the like you said, the body slam spot was superb. I loved it. Um and it ended with a concussion bomb on the best seller of the concussion bomb. Uh, Ida was the first person to ever take it in the tag match back in the day. Um, and she sold the shit out of it. She sold it again like the week after. It's the first time since then that she's taken it. And she still hits it so well. Like, it just works so well. My dog is is scratching herself right next to me <laughs> with her loud-ass fucking collar. But it is, I don't know. Like, Ida just takes that takes the concussion bomb so well. Uh, this move, this this match is great. Um, I I implore anybody to watch it. Like you said, uh, Ida from the GP to Ida now is head and shoulders even better. And I was high on Ida like going into the GP. Um, so that's like you know like I I feel so vindicated. Um, going into like just this year in general, she's been killing it. Uh, and this match is is yet another example of her just being really really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Have you got any anything else to say on that match, or can we move on? Uh, I think I'm good. Do I have any? Bit? I, I think I think I'm good. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So the next match then, and I I want to talk about this one a bit. So uh, Starlight Kid defeated Unagi Sayaka. Um, Starlight Kid was really good in this one. Um, like her performance was fantastic. The like her attitude was just insane. Like she was, there was a part where she was just like throwing these like cocky little knees at Unagi's head. And then she like slapped her. And I was like, holy shit. Like this is, this is the Starlight Kid that I thought we were getting against Tam. But she was just so good here working on top and kind of working, you know, controlling the match. And then, you know, Unagi was firing back. And I thought Unagi showed a lot in this one as well. And then like Kid debuted kind of the new style of finisher that she's going to be using. Um, which is kind of her own twist on the move. They're really leaning into the Tiger stuff, which I think is interesting. But yeah, she's really, this match more than any other is like, this is the new Starlight Kid. This is her identity. You know, when she doesn't like you, she's going to like throw little knees at your head when she wants to, because she feels like it. And then she's going to she's gonna flip around you and Tiger suplex you on your head. Like it was just, 
it was such a good match. And like when you consider how young Starlight Kid is and how new Unagi Sayaka is, it was just like really, really, you know, it, they overperformed really, you know, despite the fact that there was a good feud going in, they delivered a match that exceeded expectations. And a Starlight Kid especially was really, really good. Yeah, in the in the pre-tape, um, you can see in her eyes that um kid was ready to kill a motherfucker. And the eyes, Chico, <laughs> as I often say, the eyes never lie. She was murdering Unagi in this match. It was dope. I loved it. Um yeah, her her new finish is called the Tornado Star Suplex. Um, which it's not really a tornado, but you know I I you know re- wrestling names, you know what I mean? Uh I'm I'm gonna go back and check to see exactly what like it looked like um so i can describe it, it. it's like she does the tilt a whirl stuff and then she like does another rotation like she's gonna do a, a head scissors out of it but then instead she lands behind them locks in the arms and does the tiger suplex yeah but the tiger suplex looks like it's a it's like a low bearing tiger suplex where she grabs like the wrist more than she grabs like yeah the, it looks more like the uh the toyota version it looks a bit more like yeah, Manami Toyota's yeah. version, but uh, it's definitely. I think it's at the end where she locks the arms because it's not as like carefree as the the Toyota Sakushi. To Sakushi is that who you said? You know, you know, y'all know who I'm talking about. Sakushi, yeah. um, from Ice Ribbon. Yeah, it's, she does the move as well, but it's not as dangerous as that version because she definitely does lock the arms. But at first, it looks like she's just grabbing hands. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's a cool move. Um, like I said, Kid really just murdered, murdered a motherfucker in this one. Um, Unagi's very good at making other people look good, uh, and that's always a good thing. Um, issue is is that I have not seen Unagi look good, um, at all. Like any any match that like she's supposed to look good, I'm just like, okay. Um, but anytime anytime she's supposed to make the other person look good, I'm just like kid is a killer or you know like Ida killed it you know it's like i don't know maybe that's just me like uh, uh like oh i'm not a big unagi guy yet um i'm sure i'll grow into it but maybe that's just it but i feel like every time i've seen a new unagi match it's either okay or wow her opponent looked like a monster her opponent killed it you know it's like um and obviously unagi is is uh definitely not at fault what's the word um What's the positive of at fault? I'm supposed to be a writer. I don't know. Uh, like, responsible. 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 Yeah. Obviously, resp- she's responsible for, like, you know, making her opponent look good. Um, But anytime that she's supposed to look good, she just doesn't to me. I don't know if that's just a me thing or if, I like, maybe I'm just an asshole. Well, I think she's still in, like, that phase where she's meant to make other people look good. Like, she is firmly in the kind of future of stardom picture where... You know, you're meant to like show potential, but you're meant to make sure that everybody else looks better than you. Yeah, I, that's fair. Um, I I feel like I feel like her placement is very weird because like sometimes she feels like she's like you know the the like oh like I'm gonna like sometimes she she shows too much confidence and not too much confidence because obviously like you know you're a wrestler you're supposed to show confidence, but it feels like she's one of the one of the wrestlers you know like one of the you know maybe not vets, but one of the longer-term wrestlers, whereas she's wrestled less than, like, basically everybody on the roster. Um, I'm pretty sure Lady C's about to outpace her for singles matches any day now. Uh, well, so not like, anymore. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, she was, like, they were, like, neck and neck there yeah, for a minute. Yeah. Um, but I feel like her, her, her use of 
just the way that she talks and the way that she like works. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm I'm nitpicky on Unagi mm-hmm. more than I have to be. So I'm, I'm you're very harsh. There. Okay. Um. But yeah, that was a good match. Uh, it definitely delivered, and uh, Starlight Kid definitely came away looking pretty good, which you know was definitely needed considering she's kind of been promoted to you know the second in command in stars. Um, she did mention in the post-match comments maybe having a Goddesses of Stardom title challenge, which would be fun. I think, you know, you said before her and Mayu would make really good tag champions. And I think that'd be a great spot for them, like post It's actually, it's actually funny because I was about to mention that I didn't even know that she said anything about that. Um, I was about to mention, it's like, man, I really, really hope that um, Mayu and Kid take the belts, um, the tag belts, because mm-hmm. I feel like that's definitely uh, the way they should go. Um. Hopefully they do go that way. I'm happy that they're not like the first defense because, you know, mm-hmm. I really don't want to see them lose to B and Konami, I'm going to be honest. Uh, you know, uh, Konami's gotcha. fine, but she's B's best friend and she's also kind of boring nowadays. I'm not going to lie. I'm just not about it. So, um, and I really like tag team wrestling. So I'm really hoping that I am given a reason to care about the goddesses belts again, uh, like I did back in, you know, like, three months ago maybe okay that's fair um any any other comments on that match or can we go on the eyes chico they never lie yes okay solid um so yeah the next match then uh mayu Tani, and sam nakano wrestled to a 15 minute draw um this match isn't up yet unfortunately so we can't really comment too much uh, this was probably the results that everybody should have expected except me who was like no tam has to win um but apparently not uh, they they're content having her draw with Mayu, which I guess is a good result for her. Um, we'll have to wait and see the match to really evaluate how it made her look and how it made Mayu look. I think if it's a great it's match, kinda, then it'll go really well anyway. It's kind of weird that um every single match the Cosmic Angels were in on this day, they kept reaffirming that this was the end of the all-out war. This very specifically that phrase. The end of the all-out war. The end of the all, and it ends with a draw. Um, yeah. I mean, like, okay. Uh, I guess they're you know, pushing not... injury, so. Yeah, like I'm not against it. Like I'm not upset. There's a draw, but it's like I feel like they really like we're like okay, this is this is the blow off right here. This is where everything ends. This is where this fucking bullshit. We're just this is it. This is over. It's you know one of us is gonna win, one of us is gonna lose, and then neither of them won. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Stars won because Unagi's lost to fucking everybody. Uh, and, you know, walking away, uh, just like on, on points, uh, Ida has a belt and Tam and Unagi have artists' belts, but let's be honest. Um, so I feel like Stars very clearly won, but, you know. The, I don't, know. I don't i don't think so i, I don't i don't, i really don't <laughs> i don't think stars outside of kid i don't think stars won any of the big matches except for like that trios match and the builds to the break of stars match and then kid beat unagi but like tam beat kid and tam was basically beating ida on every stop of the way so i don't know but um maybe it's because it, i only care when stars win <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah i mean that's uh, that's a great way to be a podcaster to be fair you know yeah it's you know like, it's like it's like eat a one eat a one let's go and then like eat a loses like seven times and it's like yeah, who cares <laughs> eat a one remember remember eat a one like you know like that, that's sort of yeah. that's sort of how i'm going about it 
um, so in my eyes, stars, you know, space is the place and they're light years ahead of them. Right. That's fair. Um, after the match now, uh, basically they were, they confirmed that uh, Unagi Saka would have a seven match trial series. Um, this is something pretty common in Joshi outside of stardom, like Marvelous is doing one right now with Rin. Um, they basically just have seven cool singles matches. Uh, most companies usually draft in like a veteran outsider. Like I remember Saki Akai did one last year and she faced uh, Miku Satomura. Um, I know Azure Kong has been drafted in for mm. some of them. I don't know if Stardom's going to do that with Unagi. I would love to see Azure Kong brought in because obviously I, I, she's my favorite wrestler ever. She's cool. Um, but I don't know. Apparently her and Rossi don't like each other. So who knows? Um, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Love- yeah. Like either way. It's good that they're giving Unagi seven singles matches and giving her that spotlight and giving her that room to grow. Uh, the first two matches of it have been confirmed. It's uh, Julia is the first one, and then Azumi is the second one. Uh, we don't know any more, but that's a good way to start, I guess, you know? Yeah, um, I, I was thinking, it's like, man, I feel like I remember Rossi and Aja were cool, and then I was like, oh, yeah, that was 21 years ago when um, <laughs> when that happened. Um. When how do you pronounce that fucking promotion? Arshin, yeah. Like you know, with with Joshi, it's sort of funny because I have a podcast. We've been doing this for twenty five episodes. We've been doing Victory Through Guts forever too. Um, I don't know how to pronounce things in Joshi uh, at all. Like I remember for the first like multiple months I was watching Joshi, I thought it was called Joshi, like unironically. Because I was, like who who <laughs> who do I talk out loud about Joshi with? Like who like I don't hear anybody like, say I... the word Joshi. Like it's not I Yoshi, it's about Yoshi. It. Would you not have gone, oh, Yoshi, Joshi? Like, it's not Yoshi. It took me a while, though, Alex, okay? I'm, I'm not a smart man. Um, that's, okay. that's besides the point. I'm not trying to bury myself here. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, I, I can I cannot remember the names of, like, places like um, fucking Arjun or whatever. Uh, that's fair. But, yeah. Uh, A to Z, let's call it that. Um, isn't that what it eventually got called when Hoda took over? Yes. Yeah, so A to Z, way easier to way easier to say. Um, hypervisual fighting. Really, they had dope ass names, bro. Like I know that we're you know like whatever. Um, yeah, so so Rossi and Aja might not be like the coolest after all that happened, but you know it's been twenty one years. Um, I don't think I don't think Rossi and Yoshiko were were really cool. Well, they might have been. You never really know. I don't fucking know. I don't know anything, guys. Okay. Um. It'd be cool okay, I'm going to stop you there because yeah, you're, be you're, cool you're vomiting, you're vomiting yeah. words here. Anyway, I understand. Uh, Joshi is weird. Like, people hate each other and then they're friends again and then they hate each other again. Like, it is the, the weirdest place. You know what I mean? Like, nobody would have ever expected Nanai and Rossi to make up. Um, Just like nobody would have ever expected that Kyoru and Mayumi Ozaki would end up hating each other after being like tag partners and besties for years. But, you know. <laughs> This happens. Um, so yeah, like Azra might have fallen out with Rossi. They might get back on good terms. I'm sure if he offers her a nice payday for All Star Cinderella or for a Corkin, she'd take it because why not? Um, but yeah, who knows really? It's Joshi. You never really know. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's you know we really got off track there <laughs> to talk about Arshin. <laughs> I mean, man, like hyper hyper visual wrestling. I mean, like you know. 
I think it's especially funny because like JWBP was literally just like women's pro wrestling. Like that was the name of the original one was like women's pro yeah. wrestling. <laughs> and then it's like it goes to fucking neo ladies and and fucking Jade Jade Star or whatever and hyper fighting visual. Yeah. yeah. So from jo- from Joshi Women's Wrestling to hyper fighting Arshan. It's pretty fun. I mean, let's not forget that Diana is just hanging out. <laughs> like, like even, obviously, like even they have the most extra name because it's World Woman Pro Wrestling Diana. Like they're extra, you know what I mean? They're just yeah, like, no, we can't. Dude, have a name. I remember I was writing. This, this is really all off track, but you know, I don't really care. Um, I was writing an article for Deadlock, and I mentioned Diana, and I was like, I'm not gonna put that full ass name in there. Like, like that's a lot of words right there. I don't want. I'm just gonna call him Diana. <laughs> like, that's a lot of words. I totally understand. But yeah, um we can we can move on now. Yeah, so um yeah, there's a seven match trial series anyway for Sayaka, which is pretty good. Uh her first two opponents are Julia and Azumi, and we can only hope that they get in some fun outsiders, maybe to be some of her last challengers. Um the main event then of this show was a three way elimination twelve person tag match. Uh Oedo Tai won, so beat Priestley, Konami, Natsuko Tora, and Saki Kashima beat Julia, Micah, Natsupo, and Siri. And the Queen's Quest team of Azumi, Momotanabe, Sayakamatani, and Utami Haishishta. That's a mouthful. Um, to win the match, B eliminated uh, Utami Haishishta via over-the-top rope elimination, and she afterwards staked her claim for a World of Stardom title match, which I thought was coming. Uh, I assume that's one of the February Corkin matches, because you know, you'd have the special Marvelous Tag match, and then the World title match, and that's a pretty good top two for a Corkin and that'd probably sell. So, you know, that's Utami's next defense, I guess. It's not official. B is kind of making it seem like she's going to get the Budokan shot or something, but I, I doubt it. They seem to be uh, Kamatani versus Utami. Which I'm growing on. Um, when when I look at, like, the alternatives, it's like, hmm. yeah. Do you want Kamatani B versus Utami? Or B, B versus Saya? Or Utami versus Saya? It's like, I will take yeah. Utami uh, right now like all righty aphrodite i'm good with that uh <laughs> like yeah um yeah I'm, I'm you know just you know it's it's funny i i i'm okay i'm gonna tangent for like two minutes maybe probably less uh it's funny how like one of the like i consider 2019 stardom one of the best like years of wrestling for a company like that i've ever seen it's kind of weird that B was the champion for most of that, and I just completely just don't even like that's not even like a, an aspect of it whatsoever. In fairness, they belted her up at a smart time because it went like straight into the GP, so she didn't have to defend it for like months, and then she only got like two defenses in. So yeah, that's true. Sense. And but but you know what I mean like that like such an amazing year for a wrestling company, and I was like B was champion for like most of that. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe not most, because I guess, like, half of that. Like, yeah, it would be, like, directly half of that. And that's just wild to me that it's, like, in spite of that, such a good year. Such a good fucking year, man. Um, but that's that's besides the point we can move on. But, yeah, like, <laughs> like even when B was at the top of her game, she still, and was at the top of the company, she still was an afterthought completely. And I, was, I wasn't even against her at that point. Like, she was fine. 
Yeah, I actually liked her reign because they paired her with like great wrestlers, so that it really like limited how bad things were. Like, wasn't her her first defense was against Momo, and she yeah. won it off Kagetsu, and she defended it against Utami, and then she defended it against Mayu. So I mean, they gave her like really good opponents. So I thought all the matches were like good, pretty good. Oh, and Hannah, um, you forgot Hannah. Oh yes, yes. Um, and they kind of hit a solid match. Yeah. Like they really paired her off with like people who could work with her to make her matches not bad, and I, sh- I think she performed as well. Like she definitely was better then than she is now doing the heat stuff. So, you know, yeah, hate the rain. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't a bad rain, but it like in comparison to what TCS were doing, in comparison to what Arisa was doing, in comparison to yeah. um Oedo Tai's you know midlife crisis, but was still <laughs> fucking dope as hell. Like mm-hmm. you know, uh. Like if that was a Wedotai's midlife crisis, a Wedotai is elderly and crippled now. Um, but that's besides the point. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like I don't know. Like it was such a good year, as like be having a good reign was like, uh, like it was it so- was something that happened, and that's sort of insane. Mm-hmm. And it's a testament to how fucking good like Stardom was that year. But we can Fair move enough. on to the um... previews and whatnot. Yeah, so just to finish off that show, because that is the main event of that show. Um, yeah, so like uh, we, the top two matches aren't up. We don't really know how they went. Um, I'm sure some the main event was probably fun because you know twelve person tags and elimination rules are always chill. Um, B is Utami's next challenger. I've said it before. That's the story. Is that you know B is like, oh Utami, you've never beaten me one on one, or I have your number recently. So, you know, it gives Itami another milestone to achieve before Budokan because they're clearly trying to build her up. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's it's a placeholder defense. Like, she's not going to lose, but it's it's a good defense story storyline-wise. Yeah. They, wrestling loves the death taxes, blank beats blank type story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where it's like, I feel like New Japan has done that like 17 times in the past like three years. Um, where it's like, oh, well, like, like, um... Ishii always beats Taichi, um, even though, like, even though, like, that, like, obviously, that's, I just like Taichi, so I bring him up anyway, and that's not really even the story. But you could, I mean, um, there was one featuring two pieces of shit, so I don't even want to mention that. But just in wrestling, like, in general, that's a really, like, it's a basic story that's pretty decent, where it's like, if somebody looks strong enough, but they just keep losing to the same person, that's a good story to where it's like, oh, well, they're not buried, but they're beatable by this one person, and eventually they overcome it. You guys know how how storytelling works. I'm pretty sure. Uh, don't gotta explain it to you, but yeah, it's a good story. Um, as long as Utami wins, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's that show. Um, the only show to preview then is on the thirtieth, which is this Saturday. Um, it's the you know the show, and then there's an awards night later on. It's at that. Um, see, I can't remember the name of the venue now. And uh, for some reason, Stardom's page is in Japanese. It will not translate to English, so. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, is, this, is this a show with the with the tag title match? Yes. Oh, the then it has a really match. long name. Um, I remember that because yes. Jumbo oh, was Bel, saying Bel Sal Takadano Baba in Tokyo. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah. A, it's like an event hall, but then they're going to set it up for wrestling and then do the award show. But it's like an event hall, I think, from base, based on the pictures I've seen. Um, tickets don't seem to be selling well. Like I, I checked there and they all seem to be still available but i think it's like a fan club only thing like only fan club members can buy tickets so that's probably why i wonder if they're gonna record it 
They seem so. They have two title matches. I don't see why they wouldn't. Oh well, not not the not the show. I'm talking oh, about the awards, the awards show. Yeah. Mm. Maybe <laughs> you thought they were gonna do a house show with a bunch of title matches. <laughs> I ain't that dumb. No, I, yeah, I thought your question was like really stupid. I was like, what? Like, why would you ask that? Um, I don't know. Maybe like because I mean, Yokobito and Aikawa are hosting it or doing a talk show or something. So like, they might put clips of it on YouTube or something. Yeah, I'm a mark for like award type shows um in wrestling, mm-hmm. like fun. you know, Slammies, you know, um that type of shit. But yeah, uh, let's get into the show. Yes, I do want to say though, uh, Yoko Bito being part of the talk show oh, has boy. me hoping that uh, she's announced oh, for the, the, the All Star Battle Royal because that would be amazing. Because I love Yoko Bito because she she kicked ass. Um, but yeah, with that, I'll get into the show and I'll stop uh, fangirling here. So the opener of the show is uh, Natsuko Tora versus Lady C versus Gokigan Death. Um, so Dave Meltzer's thing that uh, freelancers aren't allowed in startup anymore is more wrong by the week because they keep booking death. <laughs> yeah, I think it was very specifically a Reho thing, which is a shame, yeah. but you know, it is what it is. Uh, I think it's just as simple as AEW wanted her back. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, what I, I, mean. Think I think it was just a, a, like, same with Sari. It's not like, oh, well, Seedling stopped working with, with people who work with WWE. It's like, no. Sorry, was moving back to the states to wrestle, like you know, like that, or you know, Riho's moving back to wrestle with AEW. I wouldn't be surprised if once Riho has to come back to Japan for whatever reason, if her and Stardom are still cool and she works a couple days with them, you know, like I, I wouldn't be surprised if, yeah, like you know, she came back around. It's just that right now she's, you know, there's a tournament for her to win, hopefully. Mm. Um, but that's enough about AEW because, um, we're not an ADB podcast, thankfully. Um, yeah, that's the uh, the opener there is that triple threat. Uh, hopefully, Natsuko Tora wins. She'll probably pin Lady C. <laughs> Imagine if Death beats Natsuko. Like, that Like <laughs> that would be funny. Uh, I, but I love Natsuko, but that would be so just like, ah, uh, like, of course, this yeah. is where we're at in life. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, this will be fun. Should be good. Uh, the next match then is uh, the Queen's Quest team of Utami Hayashishta, Sai Kamatani, and Azumi are against the Stars team of Starlight Kid, Saida, and Ruaka. I assume this is a Queen's Quest win because obviously, you know, Utami is the world champion and Kamatani is her big challenger, and also the high speed champion is there. So, it sounds like a solid match, though. I mean, like, even though it's going it on be second, fun. like it'll be fun enough. Yeah. Um, the match after that then is uh, Mayu Iwatani versus Saki Kashima. So it's a rematch of the uh, the, the good the good match they had at um, what was that? No People Gate. But obviously this is uh, this isn't a no DQ match. It's got a ten minute time limit, which is a weird time limit. Or is it? Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. What is this match? It's Saki Kashima versus Mayu. They're wait. They're just what the fuck. <laughs> like damn, they're just throwing that out at a red. Like wow, yeah. Saki Kashima I... is pretty much a an enhancement talent these days. So yeah, yeah, but it's like it's again, it's one of those things that's like this should be a special match. Like I don't know, maybe I just I just really am a historian for wrestling where it's like oh things are supposed to matter, right? Um, yeah. But yeah, that's that's wild. Um, I'm sure it'll be fun. <laughs> maybe i don't know i hope 
they they always had solid matches together, like in GPs and stuff. Um, yeah, um, I don't know. It should be, it should be good. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that. Uh, the match after that then is uh, Julia and Micah against Tam Nakano and Unagi Saka. Um, I feel like this could maybe possibly go to a draw. Shut up. Or else, like Tam will pin Julia because they need to set something up for Julia. Shut up. <laughs> okay. Uh, you just, the next you just match... mentioned the worst possible outcomes. <laughs> like, why can't Micah just beat Unagi? <laughs> Can we just move on from this? I'm so tired of seeing Julia and Sam in the same match. Okay. <laughs> um, now we get into the business end of the show. Uh, Little Big Planet take on Black Widows. Isn't that their name? Yes, Black that Widows. is their name. Yes, uh, in a Goddesses of Stardom Tag Team Championship match. Um, this is V1 for the new champions. Uh, B has lost her last two titles on her first defense. So let's hope she goes three. Yeah. Um. Probably won't. I feel like it's all a way to tire here to do now is to give somebody like to be like transitional champions to put people over and um that'd be nice. Yeah, it'd be fun. I don't know if they'll do it though, because obviously Natsupoy seems to be heading for the, the high speed belt, so I don't know if they'd have her have two belts, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like um the little big planet's way too beatable here um against the mm-hmm. way to tie. Uh I hate, I hate, I hate. It's a fucked up world. Yeah, it is. Um, who do you think is next, though, for the tag belts? Would it be MK Sisters? Probably. Because I don't really see anybody else that jumps out at me unless, you know, Tam and Nagi challenge, but I don't know. I would, I would say if Momo wasn't, if Momo, Momo and Izumi didn't have the, um, like their respective matches for Budokan, I would say that that would be the match because you know Momo and B, blah blah blah, you know like uh, yeah, show pie show, you know like all that all that bullshit. Uh, I imagine I imagine that's where they go with it eventually, um, especially if Azumi loses the the high speed belt. I imagine um, Momo Oz will probably lean into tag stuff a little bit more. Uh, mm. Maybe I I wouldn't be against that, especially if Azumi loses the belt. Uh, she doesn't really have a lot to do after that, and she. You know, wants to win more belts than just high speed. Obviously, she wants to be a high speed champion. You get, you get motivation there. Yeah, I can definitely see that happening. Um, before that, no fucking clue, honestly. Maybe, maybe Ida and and Kid end up challenging because they've been teaming a lot. Obviously, they lose all the time, so I don't know how that would come about. But you never fucking know. Yeah, see, that's why I think it's it could be. Tam and Unagi because they kind of have a few wins under the belt as a team, and I, like they'd be a fairly decent team to challenge. And then obviously Unagi can just take the the pin or the submission. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fine. Like I'd be fine with that. Uh, I don't think Natsuko and Saki would would go for it, but that would be cool too. Um, I feel like the last time I enjoyed, like I thoroughly enjoyed a um, B match was that um, one five way between the. Between or was a four way four way between Oedotai. Yeah. Um that was really fun. Um I feel like a way to tie against a way to tie is probably the best case scenario. Um if I have to see an away to tie match, that you know <laughs> I feel like that's probably my best case scenario. But you know, I don't fucking you know. 
Yes. <laughs> you can always hear the difference in enthusiasm in you when we talk about a way to tie. You're just like, you're so over it. <laughs> I'm so sad, man. Like, it, like, oh. We're not going like, to get into that again. Please. Okay, no, no, <laughs> no I, I know. But... And I know your, your talking point, and I know what you're going to say, but uh, we don't need to go down that road again. Like, homie, I used to do, I used to take pictures of you doing the Oedo tie symbol and shit. And now I literally can't watch their matches because they mm. are not good. Like, it's really upsetting to me. <laughs> but we can move. Yeah, we only got to get into it. Yeah, yeah. sorry. I, I unexpectedly uh, dropped out of the uh, Discord there. I had a connection issue, but I am back now. Um, Dylan was lamenting the failures of Oedo tie because. He was once an away to tie Homer, and now he's not because he does not like them. I'm a sad man. Say whatever you want about me. <laughs> Valid. Um, okay, so the, the main event then of this show is uh, the SWA Championship match between Siri and Mum Watanabe. Uh, the previous match went to a draw. That is what led to this uh title match um they've had a few preview matches where i think momo has usually come out on top which makes me think that siri is defending here but this should be a really good match regardless yeah um i really like the build i feel like if momo comes in with the with the hammer she she's taking the dub but um absent of that <laughs> absent of that i think siri does take this one um I talked about last week that it's like I don't know what you what to want for your favorite wrestler in Storm right now because it's either they um, have a lot of big matches and lose all the time or they have no big matches and are fine. You know, like like so it's it's sort of difficult with Momo here where it's like I don't think Momo should win the SWA belt, uh, but I would prefer if she didn't lose her seventh title match in a row. You know, like just so it's it's a bit of a you know. Damn if you do, damn if you don't. Uh, but I think Shuri can win here, and Momo still looks fine because Shuri's a world class wrestler on a whole nother fucking level. Yeah, I feel like it's one of those where, with a good performance, Momo can get over and make herself look good, which she does a lot of the time. Um, like I think Siri is the best choice to kind of carry this belt and have a good reign with it. And I think you know, giving Momo a belt that she couldn't really defend against most people is uh isn't ideal because i mean i guess she could defend it against like b julia if they choose to you know use julia's italian heritage and siri but you know i think siri having it is the best because obviously she can wrestle against the entire roster pretty much yeah um yeah, I mean, I, if if this was a little bit later in the rain, I would say Momo takes it and then feuds with B over it. Uh, but because mm. you know they're gonna go back to that eventually, so it's like you know, might oh, as yeah. well do it with Momo looking good going into it. But I don't see Sherry losing it yet, you know, and I don't really want to see her lose it yet. So, you know, uh, Momo take another out, which is fine. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, um, it'll be it'll be fine, like. Like honestly, like honestly, yeah. like like everybody complains about Momo is losing. If she's gonna lose to anybody, losing to Shuri is not a fucking you know. It's not a burial. It's not even like a oh you look bad. It's you lost to one of the best wrestlers on the roster. So it's not something to be upset about. But uh, 
you know, they start racking up and it's a little bit worrying, but, you know, uh, nothing you could do. Yeah, that's kind of like, with how many titles they have, that's just going to happen. Um, and, you know, uh, once she looks good, that's the main part, because obviously she has the big match with Nanai coming up, so you kind of want her to look good going into that. Um, so ideally, she'll come out of this looking good, and, you know, a competitive showing with Siri is enough to kind of keep her going. Um, because as you said, like Siri has been one of the presented as one of the top wrestlers on in the company. Like she, she drew with Julia, she took Mayu to the limit. Obviously, she beat B. Um, she had a fairly good GP. Like she was a few points away from from winning it. So you know she's presented fairly well, and Momo can lose to her. Um, I think once it's a good match, nobody will complain, and I I have a feeling it'll be great unless they try to go Broadway. But I doubt they'll do that in a venue like this. I think they'll just have a nice, tidy, you know, title match. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they'll like maybe go twenty minutes, which I'm sure is fine for Momo and Shuri. Um, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, if they go like you know, twenty five pushing thirty, that would be an issue. But I think that you know, uh, you know, twelve to even like twelve to eighteen minutes is probably where I'm going with it. Uh, maybe like you know, seventeen, eighteen, but. I, I'm sure it'll be a great match, you know, regardless, pretty yeah. much. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't really know what's next for Suri. She could face literally anybody. So, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. But that is that show. Um, that is the only show, I believe, that is coming up in the next week. Uh, let me just double check, though, because you never know. Because Stardom has a lot of shows next month. Like, there's just so much happening in February. So I just want to double check there. Which I should have done beforehand, but you know, whoever said we're professionals. That's true. Well, now the website won't load, so you know I'm just going to assume that this is the only show this weekend. Um, you know, uh, mind your business, guys. Yeah. We we we. You know. It's the worst. This is like the one time where I'm like, yes, please, website. I I will use you, and it's just like no. Fuck you. I'm almost positive that's the only show. Um, yeah, I feel like we'd have seen something. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I'm pretty... Yeah, it's it's definitely the only show. Because, uh, yeah, there's only one more show left in January. Yeah, only one show. We're good. Oh, yeah, the next show is on the 6th, so... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Before Dylan gets uh, raged against the machine anymore. Um, that has been our show. We have done our one, preview. We have done our, yeah, honestly, I'm clever. Um, that's our review. Uh, we've done our preview. Uh, we'll be back next week to take a look at the matches from the January 30th show. Uh, we will maybe talk about the award winners, if there's any. We'll keep up to date with any announcements that are made for All-Star Cinderella. Uh, we'll keep up to date with uh, any big movements in ticket sales. But yeah, with that, that is it. That is our show. We might be back sooner with... BTG. I don't really know how the recording schedule is going for that, but you know, we have something fun lined up for February because there is no content. So, you know, lit fam. Life is hard being a, a retro podcaster. Like, we do yeah. it once a month, and somehow that is more stressful than the weekly one, at least for me, because I know this is, I'm not underselling your um, tough time with the editing of this one because this is a fucking pain in the ass. I know that, but <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, BTG sometimes it's like, uh, uh, but I love it. Uh, you know, classic shit is classic. You know how it be. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's not that there's like no shows either. It's that they're locked behind paywalls, and uh, I'm not paying lots of money for somebody to email me a tape of a JWP that costs a lot of money. So you know, I feel like I haven't checked VK. Maybe I'll check VK. Um, but obviously we we do have something maybe fun lined up if we can get that all together. Um, if I can get it all together. But yeah, uh, stay tuned. Uh, I would say same bat time, same bat channel, but it's it's never the same bat time or the same bat channel. Uh, what well, is the same bat channel? It is the um, the Dragon Suplex Podcasting Network. That is that is what we do. Um, plug for them because I don't I don't even fucking know. Man. Okay, you, you know um, we're, we're here. Yeah, like you know where we're like you're listening to us. So. Whatever. Yeah, also, um, I started this last week because um, the, the original upload for, for Sardom Quest on uh, Dragon Suplex, it was cut. It cut like 40 minutes, so I have a backup uh, server now for Stardom Quest, where if there's ever an issue with the Dragon Suplex upload, I will upload to a separate feed, and I will tweet it out, um, and you can basically listen to that on the same kind of uh, platforms as you would the Dragon Suplex thing. Won't do it for every episode, just ones where there's an issue with their upload. Um, so yeah, just if you want to find that, I think it's just if you search Stardom Quest Backup, you'll be able to find it easy enough. Yeah, um, Alex is on top of shit. He's a he's a he's a good guy. Uh, happy birthday, by the yeah. way. Um, we haven't oh, mentioned that his you. birthday was yesterday. Um, everybody go wish him a happy birthday if you haven't, even though it's belated at this point. Um, <laughs> wouldn't want to do it with anybody else, buddy. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Um. I have no idea how to close the show now. <laughs> um, Take her home, buddy. Yeah, with that, everybody, it is time to close the show. If you want to stand up, then you may stand up. If you want to, I'm you know, sit up. down, sit down. Yeah, you never do, you lazy I'm bitch. Going to continue to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, with that, leave today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Ejo. Ejo.